0: Scripture passage is John chapter 19 verses 1 through 16. You turn with me there in your Bibles or in the worship guide. It's located on page 10. And as you turn there, will you please stand with me for the reading of God's word? John chapter 19 verses 1 through 16. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to him, Behold, the man. When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement, and in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. So we delivered him over to them to be crucified. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. A pastor had been called upon to communicate the gospel to a gathering of about 600 high school students. The pastor was a pretty good communicator. It was something that he did regularly. But on this occasion, he found himself in an awkward place. For some reason, he wasn't connecting with his audience, and he couldn't find the words that he was looking for, and so the perspiration started to bead on his forehead, and he became more and more uncomfortable, and speakers often call that place quicksand, because it seems like the more you try to connect and communicate, the worse it gets, and the the deeper you find yourself he stuck with it, however, and concluded his task, and afterwards the principal overseeing the affair stood up and apologized to the audience for the incoherent presentation that they had just received. How, how would you feel if you are that speaker? Somebody just apologized, it says, yeah, that was really horrible, I'm sorry that you had to sit through that when that was what you were to bear. You were entrusted to bring to bear on the people. Well, the speaker uh, really melted into a pool of shame. And he uh, lurked out. And it was a couple of weeks later that he was walking into a mall and he ran into a group of high school students that were at the high school presentation. And this is the dialogue that occurred. Uh one kid spoke up uh, for the group, and he said, uh, Dude, you sucked smoke the other day, which the author is translating, uh, You were truly ineffective. <laughs> a lot of dudes dissed you, but you were righteous. Translation, a number of people found fault with you, but that did not keep you from being faithful to your calling. We want to hear how you do that church stuff, because we'd have punted it, Punted if the sweat were hitting the boards like it was for you. Translation: We want to know what you believe because we are more controlled by shame than you seem to be. An opportunity where the speaker was intended to present some artful articulation of the gospel, he failed. Was humiliated and shamed in that failing. Was even mocked by the principal of the school for having failed in that task, who surely I would be pretty angry with. But out of it all came something that was redemptive and beautiful, that he had communicated in a way that he never intended to. His awkwardness, but his faithfulness in his awkwardness, communicated to the kids. They knew he was in a moment of shame, but he didn't bail or seek to escape in the moment of shame. He stuck with it. So the kids said, you know what?